0: Welcome everyone to the comments section. I'm Tim K. This is a podcast where we talk to the anonymous trolls, philosophy kings, edge lords, knowledgeable insiders. I'm very smarters and god tier shit posters on the topical issues of the week. This week we are talking to Make Men Great Again 44. We're going to talk to him about gang stalking, and we're going to talk about those things right about now. First up, I just want to apologize. There was no show last week. There wasn't a show because I'm very busy with school, and I am doing my best to uh, juggle that with this podcast, so I apologize for that. I am trying to put these things out consistently, but uh, that's a work in progress. I also have to pre-apologize for the way that this show is edited. Normally, I don't do this much editing in a show, but uh, I had a really bad connection with my guest. Uh, He was... In the uh, United Arab Emirates so on the other side of the world uh, our connection wasn't so great so there's lots of parts where it kind of de or fades away and I had to kind of uh, edit this together over a couple of callbacks and such um, so bear with me through that I found today's guest in a sub on reddit called gang stalking Uh, What gang stalking means, essentially, is that there is a group of people who are stalking you. Uh, They're going through your things privately, um, they're following you around, and basically that they're harassing you or they're inciting others to harass you in such a way that it uh, drives you to insanity. Uh, Because, of course, you're going to try to tell someone about how somebody's been stalking you or people are talking about you or what have you. And uh, no one's going to believe you. Eventually, you're going to freak out. Um, I found my guest in that sub and I asked him to be on the show. He was a little bit trepidatious at first, but uh, eventually he agreed. And uh, so, we're going to talk about his experience. Uh, I don't have to do a whole lot of setting it up, I'm just going to let his comment play for itself. So, without further ado, here's Make Men Great Again 44 and his comment in Our Gang
1: Stalking. I want to share a bit about my story of being a targeted individual for two years now. In my case, I have been gang-stalked in many countries, including Germany, Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, and the UAE. My gang-stalking started with workplace mobbing when I used to work in the UK. Suddenly, one day I come to work to find everyone harassing me and talking shit about me in my private life. It was obvious they had gotten hold of some private emails I had as communication between me and my ex, also with my psychopathic mother, who was out to get me for some time. After all that stress, I eventually went back home, found out everyone in my neighborhood was talking about me, which triggered a mental breakdown. I ended up lashing out physically and almost got in trouble with the law. Fast forward two years later, after a quiet period of no gang stalking, I moved to Germany and it starts again with gradual intensity. People started passing by my house and making fun of the fact that I'm looking for a job, saying things like, Do you feel like working? Of course, this was all, quote-unquote, indirect. I would be followed around in the train with people making gestures implying I'm gay or calling me gay. It was obvious a lot of people were against me. I had enough and decided to pack my things up and go to Amsterdam. On the way there, people were doing caricatures of me and random strangers were pointing at me, even when I was in the bus. As I was staying in a hostel, 15 people showed up downstairs and did a street theater about me, calling me a fag and... Stuff of that sort. Then everywhere I went, they called me a fag. Random strangers were taking pictures of me and I was being harassed everywhere I went. Random strangers were passing by me and letting me know they knew everything about my private life and current undertakings. This is what I refer to as directed conversation. It's usually delivered in a sarcastic monologue, impersonating me as the caricature. Things like, well, instead of having a breakdown, you should have been working. Or... I am looking for money now, and then I will move to Sweden. This continued until I eventually moved to Sweden. I had to stay in Copenhagen for a few days during my interview period, and very similar things happened. Strangers ridiculing me and making fun of me, seemingly very knowledgeable about my private life and every plan I had at that moment. Literally being recognized by everyone like a celebrity. Even ta- Every time I confronted someone, they denied any knowledge or that they spoke of me in any bad way. Some even threatened to call the cops on me for harassment. I moved to Sweden, and things got so much worse. What I had initially thought was just some super weird prank instigated by hacking seemed now a lot more organized and quote-unquote serious or threatening. Cars passing by and honking the horn like 10,000 times a day, people passing by my flat and cursing at me day and night, people moving in next door to me and cursing at me, making noises, following, following me to the toilet, and so on and so forth. Very, very strange occurrences. Same people hanging around the corridor and talking about my private life, getting coughed out in the street multiple times during the day, getting threatened with the crucifix and the fish symbol. Then I got mobbed heavily at work. First day I show up and everyone hates me. Everyone is talking about me, mocking me, insulting me, harassing me, etc. Like not even a chance to introduce myself. Game was rigged from the start. Eventually couldn't stand the heat because I thought my life was at risk. It seemed like the logical conclusion to all this nonsense. Surely these people wanted to murder me. Now I know better that these cowards never do anything physical, and it's all just a psychological war. I have now managed to recover from my initial setback after regrouping. Um, The mental trauma is still there, but I'm much more well-equipped to deal with this crap uh, than I was before. Yeah, I mean, my mother has been after me for a very long time. Uh, mm-hmm. She tried to kill me when I was a child. She's a psychopath. Uh, she tried to get me fired from work. She actually, mm, she was probably the one who caused the, uh, the workplace mobbing. So, you know, there, I, I've already been having problems prior to that. Of course, I had a very disturbed childhood, which I was gonna, going to through at that time, uh, which wasn't helping. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could say I was like emotionally vulnerable at the time. Mhm.
0: So why do you believe uh your your mother was behind these things?
1: I mean, I'm not saying that my mother is behind the gang stalking. I'm just saying that my mother, she uh tried to get me fired from work. She sent she sent my managers some bad um uh, emails. She told them that I was a, sci- a sociopath. She accused me of selling weed at work. She tried to get me fired basically and my manager spoke to me about these things. Of okay. course I didn't get fired, but it it created problems because people started to, you know, kind of talk about it. So
0: these things are unrelated. So the Yeah. So the effect that your your mother had on your work and the gang stalking things are separated.
1: They're separate, yeah. Because the gang stalking happened, uh, you know, regardless, if you will.
0: So why do you think um, you're being targeted?
1: I'm not exactly sure why I'm being targeted. Um, I actually don't know who is targeting me. That's the question. Is it a mafia? Is it the government? I don't know who is targeting me. Uh, I just know that that I am being targeted. Because everything that happened to me is exactly what people, you know, describing gang stalking will say. So, uh, why, I mean, not exactly sure, but the element of revenge, uh, they shouted my name in, when I was in Amsterdam, there was some, a group of English people that were, uh, following me around and they, they shouted at me when I was in a hostel and they were like saying, you know, they were calling out my name and shouting and saying, this is payback, you bet, you bitch, you fag, you this, you that. So apparently there's an element of, uh, revenge, Involved in this. Now, I did, when I had my mental breakdown, I became aggressive and I shouted some aggressive things. I said I was going to murder people or something like that. So I did, you know, and I lashed out and I punched some people and stuff like that. So my behavior wasn't ideal, but I did not do anything that is even remotely like, uh, you know, it's not like I murdered someone. It's not like I'm a pedophile, you know what I mean? That I would deserve to be gang stalked. Mm-hmm. You, you got what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there's nothing to explain why so so many people would do this to me. It's completely unfair. You know, I did have some issues. Like, I, I, I kind of borderline stalked. I mean, I'm not an innocent person. Just so you know, like, sure. I borderline stalked my ex. You know, I got a little bit aggressive with my, my ex girlfriend, and I shouted at her and then sent her some nasty emails, which sounded almost like I was going to stalk her. I didn't stalk her, but it sounded like it. So. I don't know it's it's like they just use things against you basically anything they can dig on you I'm sure everyone has committed some form of crime or some anyone must have done something bad so they just kind of zero in on all those things and they use them against you to make people hate you basically it's it's a hate campaign
0: so how so a witch it, hunt. yeah so how so how does it work though how does um how does a group of people you know, follow one person around and investigate their whole life? And is this a top-down structure on the other side? Or is this sort of a loose affiliation of people on the other side? Or, you know, how does that actual process of gang stalking work?
1: Again, I don't have any insider knowledge, because no one admits to doing anything. But from what I notice is that There are some people who are gang stalkers, so they are in on the program, right? They're in on it. They know what they're doing, right? And these people would have, of course, gathered a lot of information on you through hacking, through all kinds of stuff. Of course, all your things would have been hacked by the time that your gang stalking is overt. You know, they would have hacked all your your phone, your email, your your phone calls, your WhatsApp, social media, Facebook, everything. Uh, So they kind of study you in a way. And of course, um, even when I when I would be speaking on the phone, they could actually hear, I knew that they could hear my um, my phone calls because they would be commenting about them. Either in the moment, they would comment about the things that I was talking about.
0: So you would actually hear... Do you get what I'm saying? They would actually hear, you would hear them talking about you while you were talking on the phone to someone?
1: Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, because, uh, for example, it happened to me in Sweden when they started moving in next door
0: mm-hmm.
1: and th- I was in a hotel uh, complex. The, the, the job offered me uh, like a hotel complex and I was staying there and people moving in next door. So I can hear them commenting. You know, for example, I, I started shouting at my father and I accused him of being involved in the gang stalking and I could hear them saying, oh, you asshole, you this, you that about me, you know, calling me an asshole. And where were those? Uh, but oftentimes, where were those, where hmm? were
0: those people uh, located at when they were uh, saying that to you?
1: Next door. So oh, okay. I'm I'm in a hotel apartment complex. Yeah. And there was like there's a room next to you, like on your left, and one room on your right, sure. one room on top of you, and one room below you, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They they occupy all the rooms to harass you. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? I know it sounds crazy that they would be so adamant and so, you know, like, so dedicated yeah. to this. So, obviously, there are people who are, I call them agents. They are on assignments. They have a specific assignments to come and terrorize you and harass you. Okay. Then there is the regular average Joe. They do something called a smear campaign or a slander campaign. So, they go around to people in the community and they talk shit about you. They say you're a rapist, you're a pedophile, you're a terrorist, you're a, you're a, I don't know, anything, you know. And they probably also, anything they can, any dirt they have on you, they can share it with other people. Uh, so, you know, you're just, you, you're not only being gang stalked by the gang stalkers who are doing assignments on you, you're being gang stalked by the people who are just your average person. They all turn against you anyway. And these people will also be talking about you when they notice you in the streets, for example. There'll be some very weird occurrences happening and you have no idea what's going on and everyone seems to just hate you. Um, it's it's really, really difficult to explain uh, beyond that. But, um, yeah. So, so there's the gang suckers and there's the, the regular people who are involved, uh, I guess, in a sort of indirect kind of way.
0: Why would uh, regular people get involved with um, some gangs' stalking activity?
1: You see, they are not involved willingly. They are more like uh, useful idiots. So mm-hmm. people come to them. Probably, the 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 gang stalkers are able to infiltrate, and they're able to claim to be authorities. They can they can pretend to be cops. You know, they can dress up like cops. So, of course, if a police officer comes to a certain neighborhood and starts telling the people there that, you know, this guy, John, whatever, is a pedophile or we are watching him because he's bad and he's a criminal and he's done this and that, people are going to believe that, you see? Mm-hmm. So they're not involved in the gang stalking, but they they are uh, – there is the word of mouth and the slander campaign, so they're just kind of aware of you. That's – You've been slandered. you've been your your reputation has been drugged uh, dragged on the onto the mud, so to speak.
0: Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the show. Stay tuned for after the break and listen to our ad partners a uh, little clip, little thirty second clip from them, Death Saving Bros. Death Saving Bros. is an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode follows the exploits of our adventurers in the realm of Ralveria,
1: I'm just gonna suit the guy closest not the guy closest to you let's reiterate the closest bad guy i mean
0: why would you put a mine cart and not expect us to instantly want to ride it new episodes are released every tuesday so tune in via your podcasting app of choice for an epic quest you won't forget everybody is to hear the magic that is going to be created right now You said uh, in your comment that there was about a whole year where none of this was occurring and all of it had stopped. Uh, what was going on in your life then that things um, were, were, were this gang stalking had sort of backed off?
1: Um, there wasn't much happening uh, specifically in my life, but uh, for some reason it, it had stopped. Um, it wasn't it wasn't happening. Um, or at least I wasn't noticing it. So maybe maybe it was happening, but I just wasn't no- noticing it. That 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 is a possibility, yeah.
0: You mentioned that you're moving around a lot. It, is it because of the gang stalking that you're moving around a lot?
1: Well, some of it was because of the gang stalking, some of it was not. So, for example, I had moved to Germany. And I was looking for a job, right? Now, I didn't know where to settle exactly in Europe. You know, I was looking, like, I was just saying, like, hey, you know, if I find a job in the Netherlands, I'll go there and live there. I don't care. I'm I'm a bit of a free-spirited kind of person. So I'm, like, nomad, you know, like, take everything with me and just go. So I wasn't sure where to go. But then, you know, yes, I went to the Netherlands, was out of fear for my life. It was to escape the gang stalking. But eventually, uh, you know, at the same time, I also went to uh, to Sweden for an interview. So that was for job related, you know, um, and I had to pass by in the Denmark because you go to Denmark to Copenhagen and then you take a train from Copenhagen to Sweden. So, uh, yeah, so some of the moving was actually just for work. Some of it was gang stalking related, yeah.
0: You mentioned uh, a mental breakdown uh, at some point um, early on in this post. Can we talk about that a little bit?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, they, as I mentioned, initially when it happened, it it did induce mental breakdown. And that's, if you read anything about gang stalking, I don't know how well researched you are in gang stalking, but the the pivotal point is to actually drive you insane. Because the, the tactics they use on you will, after some time, drive you insane. You know, that's kind of what they want. Of course, they also want to kill you. They want you to commit suicide or become homeless or uh, go to jail. Because if I keep pushing your buttons, you might commit a crime or punch someone or something like that, which I did, by the way. But, um, you know, you might commit a crime and then you end up going to jail or something. I mean, they just want to destroy your life. But yes, mental breakdown. They caused me to have a mental breakdown. Uh, I, I broke down and I was just shouting very aggressive things, you know, like I want to murder people or something like that. I don't know exactly what I said, but it was a completely psychotic moment because I, I had enough, basically. I couldn't take it anymore, you know. It was like, uh, you know, just getting mobbed at work and then you go home and, you know, all these people talking about you and shit and just something weird happening. I, don't, I didn't know how to handle it, so I just kind of exploded, if you will. Uh, which they use against me to this day to claim that I'm a terrorist. You see? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So they use it against me to say that I'm a violent, aggressive person when, of course, I was pushed over the edge by the gang stalking. I'm not usually a violent, aggressive person. Um, It's just the gang stalking that kind of pushed me to to have a mental breakdown.
0: In another post uh, that you made, um, the original post that kind of uh, brought me to you in your story. Uh, you were talking yep. about how you were confused about how you may or may not have been the victim of some sexual violence. Can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not gonna go into too much detail but the from what I know about gang stalking is that some people do get assaulted. That's part of the gang stalking. It can happen. Uh, it's been reported that some people get drugged, some people get raped, um, physical violence. Some say even killed. I don't know. I don't know ever. I don't know how far they're going to go. However, I had some confusion that I thought maybe I was, um, you know, sexually assaulted without my knowledge, because usually when such a trauma happens to a person, they would have amnesia; they would forget about it. Or if you were drugged of course you wouldn't remember it so now of course you're going to ask why do i think that i might have been yeah the reason is because when i went to the psych ward after my mental breakdown they sent me to a psych ward a guy approached me there and he said you know he just literally bluntly came to my face and said i raped you he literally said that now i I didn't know at the time whether he was joking or not of course at the time i didn't even know what gang stalking was but um, having conversations about it, saying stuff like that I was raped, insinuating that I was raped, uh, people making gestures like sex sounds, sex noises, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like someone who's getting, you know, uh, you know, screwed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even even in Denmark, there was a lady, I go into a Starbucks and she made fun of me. I knew she was making that gesture about me because she looks at me and she's in a group of girls and she kind of, I mean, I can't show it to you now, but you know, you can imagine like, like arms, and legs all uh, stretched apart. And she was like, ah, ah, ah. And then she was like, you know, kaboom, like the head explode gesture. If you can imagine, like his head exploded. So she's referring to the mental breakdown that I had. so I don't know how to interpret these things. Uh, do they mean them literally, as in I was sexually assaulted, or is it more metaphorical, as in I got screwed over, uh, uh, something, you know, like in a metaphorical sense. Like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, kids are playing games and say, oh, I owned you or I raped you or whatever. Right. So it's, it's not really clear. Now, the thing is, the issue that I have is pro- uh, during that mental breakdown, there was like a three-day period when I couldn't sleep, and I have like – I kind of went in and out of consciousness, you know, because of the mental breakdown and the lack of sleep. I wasn't um, wasn't fully conscious during the whole period, so I have some lapses in memory, which is usually what occurs when someone is uh, sexually assaulted. So I don't really know for sure what happened or didn't happen. I have nothing to really uh, fall back on, basically. It's kind of like 50-50, basically.
0: Sure. There's a lot of harsh critics that come into the gang stalking sub, and uh, they say that these things are all in your head, that you're making them up, that obviously um, one of the things they say is that you're suffering from some sort of mental illness. Uh, they point, they would point to your, your mental breakdown um, and the stressors in your life and in your family life and uh, the childhood trauma that you sort of mentioned earlier, you know, as uh, evidence of that, so what is your response to those critics?
1: Okay, my response to those critics would be the following: is that uh, I do not, I do not disagree that I don't have some form of mental issues. Absolutely, every person has some form of. Mental issue of some kind. A lot of people suffer from depression. What do you do with this, is, say just because someone doesn't mean anything bad couldn't be happening to them, right? I mean, if you let's let's suppose, let's suppose the example of someone who is schizophrenic, and they hear voices that are not real. For them to be bullied, is it not possible for them to be harassed? Is this not possible at the same time? should everything that they say be discredited completely? And by the way, to mention um, uh, to a psychiatrist and psychologist who have clearly uh seen how lucid I am, and of course I talk to you and I sound very lucid mm-hmm. um, you know they do they do agree that I have a you know actually I'm on medication you know mm-hmm. so <laughs> i mean um you know they do agree that okay you might have like a bipolar kind of issue okay you know anything about bipolar but bipolar but bipolar is a, it's a mood mood disorder you know right it just means that i'm more prone to kind of becoming manic or depressed or having some sort of anger issues maybe uh, which would explain why i reacted the way that i reacted but i would still uh, like to uh, posit to people that i'm not hearing things of course throughout this whole thing I know what hallucinations are like. Uh, a, a psychopath, but she's also schizophrenic at the same time. And I the voices, usually they come from inside, inside the head. Or you would be in a room and it's like coming from a random place that is not linked to an actual person. In my case, every time I heard someone talking about me, it was literally someone that I can point out to in the street. I can, I, can, I can point to them, they're, like, they're literally in front of me, I can see them, I can confirm it from other people as well, and I can hear them and I can see them at the same time. So this is not some kind of hallucination, it's not something that I'm imagining that is not there. You can disagree with me, you can say maybe you misinterpreted things, but how, how much am I misinterpreting, you know, how much of this am I misinterpreting, That's, it's, it's ludicrous, Mm-hmm. It's literally ludicrous. I'm not hallucinating. You know, you can say I'm mentally ill. Fine, whatever your definition of mental illness is, but I am not hallucinating. You know, I'm not imagining things that are not there. And big when I was in Amsterdam, and they were doing a the street theater to me and calling me a fag and a bitch and payback and you know, fuck you, go back to England, you loser, you this, you that. When they were saying those things, Brazilian girls next to me and I asked them. And I said, "Am I imagining this, or are these people really here?" And they they looked at me, these people are fucking crazy, you know. The girls said that to me. They were like, "I mean, of course." The girls probably didn't know what the because you know the girls probably heard what was said, but they because they, they it's not referring to their lives. Mm-hmm. It, they know. I don't know how to explain it to you, Something that like an like an inside joke. You know, what's an inside joke? I make an inside joke know oh, what I'm referring to. You know what I'm referring to. Right. Another person would hear it and wouldn't understand what it does. You know they would they're able to hear you saying something, but they just don't know what the interpretation is. Of course, because they're me, it's about So that would be my, I guess, my retort to... Uh, uh, of course, there may be mentally ill people who claim to be stalked, Absolutely. You know, if you're schizophrenic and you think that you're being stalked, that's a whole other story. But in this case, it's a genuine case. Um, I am actually being followed by people.
0: That's our show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This week, uh, I want to do a little bit something special at the end here. I find myself talking to more and more guests who have mental health issues. Uh, Today's guest mentioned that uh, he has bipolar disorder. Um, A frequent guest here, and I think maybe next week's guest, Done Digging, uh, also has bipolar disorder. Uh, So if you find yourself listening to these people's stories and uh, you think that maybe some of their experiences uh, relate to yours in a lot of ways. Um, You might want to get yourself checked out for your mental health. There's no shame in talking to a doctor and asking questions uh, before you sort of uh, come up with your own theories about what's happening in your life. Um, So if you are uh, feeling that way and you want to want to look into it, you want to look in your health, there's a, a mental health helpline. It's from uh, the uh, National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's called NAMI, and uh, their phone number is 1-800-950-NAMI, which is 6264. I'm Tim K, everyone. Thank you so much for listening this week. Next week, I think we're going to be back with Done Digging to do our final part of the Q series. Uh, if not, I'm going to line up a special guest this week to talk about something a little bit more topical Um, So look forward to our next episode then.